0: Presented by High
7: Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And it's our number... Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. Yeah, that's me. That's you. (laughs)
8: That's you. It was a bit delayed on that one. A
7: little bit
9: delayed. That's that's okay. It's our number three here. I am Andy Pate filling in for John Rush, along with Luke Cashman. Luke Cashman, how are you holding up?
8: I'm, I'm holding up all right. I'm doing well.
9: All right. Well, hey, before we go to the Trump surge... Let's talk to Mike from Parker. Mike, it's been a while. How you doing, sir?
10: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing
9: great. How you doing? Doing well. Where you been?
10: Oh, well, I got a new radio in my car and everything with a new CD player and everything, but uh, the, they didn't hook up the AM radio. So uh, I, I haven't been able to listen uh, to, the, to the station except for on my phone every now and then.
9: That should be a crime. So- they should be prosecuted. <laughs>
10: <laughs> just y'all, saying y'all are always the people i listened to on the way home y'all always good conversations
9: you are too kind sir how you what's happening
10: oh uh, well I, I, I was hoping john rush was on today because i was gonna collect on a bet uh two which years one ago uh, yeah which one yeah it was well it was for lunch and he had to call biden the oil king but two years ago um uh, we're having a conversation on oil production of course he was touting uh, how great uh, Trump was on, on the oil king and, and oil production. And I said, look, I'll bet you lunch, you know, and you called Biden the oil king because I bet within two to three years, the Biden administration surpasses Trump in oil production. And sure enough, in August of this year, it happened. We had 13.2 million barrels per day, and we, the, the Biden is actually the official oil king. He surpassed uh, Trump on production in the U.S. We have record exports of oil, too. And I wanted
9: to collect my lunch. Oh Well, you can discuss it with John. He's back next. <laughs> he's back next Monday. Sound good? Uh, now, you know, matter and matter. and you know as well as I do, Mike, that so much oil production is on on a delay from the drilling and from the leasing that happens. So the leasing and that is done today is not going to affect our production for a couple few years. You do realize that? Oh,
10: Of course not. No, I know I, and that's that's the whole discussion I was having two years ago uh when he was touting trump i said look it's all up to the oil companies its the amount of leases it's the price of the oil and it's not really much to do with with who's president at the time it depends on the oil companies and you know trump had a three million dollar three million per barrels dip during covid i said i'm not going to blame right. trump That's the biggest dip we've ever had in the history of the u.s three million barrels but i blame covid for that not his policies obviously but i said the Obviously, but but he, he wanted to give you know total credit for Trump for the you know, the twelve point nine million. Mike, my today. my big
9: my big concern with Biden is not about today; it's about the future. And what I mean is this: he has made it a lot harder to get a lot of leases, not just on land but offshore, and he is really holding us up offshore. And that's going to affect us. Does it affect us now? Of course not. These, you know. By the way, in case you didn't know, my wife is in the oil business. So right. she kind of lectures me on the timing of this. Sure. I don't know it as well as she does. But do any of us know anything as well as our wives? Let's be honest. Um, our, our wives will
10: say we don't.
9: Exactly. You know, and that's just the way it is. But um, if you go down the road three to five years, that is going to affect us. And I'm very worried about not opening up, you know, the Keystone, not opening up um, drilling more off uh, offshore. I would be doing that, and I, do, I believe it would really be propelling our economy because so much of what we do economically in terms of energy is off of not what's happening now, but off of future investments.
10: Oh, absolutely. But my, my concern is that the, the Democrats are trying to push up Biden as a candidate again, and I actually think he died two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Price, i mean I, mike i mean it, you, look
9: you're you're a proud democrat although you do have no, a few conservative been, leanings here you gotta no, be you gotta I've admit but let been, me ask you this let me ask you this honestly
10: I'm an independent
9: honestly i've always been
10: independent but go ahead okay i know but you you lean you've, i are like winning bets okay i like to win bets you like so, to win bets but,
9: okay uh mike <laughs> do you believe joe biden will be the candidate
10: yes i do sadly
9: why do you think that? Do you think it's because they're too far in? Uh, he's done the fundraising until now, and anybody else would have to start from scratch. Or what do you think?
10: Um, I, I believe that he's controllable, and I think that it, I think it's not about Biden. I think it's who can ooh the powers that be, if it's the Obama it's the organization, or if it's the Clinton Foundation or Clinton people. I, I think he's controllable. Okay. And so I think... That's why I feeling is that they just want to put somebody they can control. It won't be JFK because he can't control that guy. Uh, So I think your only option is to put up the zombie. Well, I
9: think uh, the two are equally alive. And um, you know, by the way, I thought JFK was a great guy and very conservative. In many of his views, especially economically. So I I would actually uh, prefer him back. But tell you what, um, I'm going to have to go to break, Mike. But after the break, we will be talking about the Trump surge because, you know, I got to be honest, Mike. Biden could have a real hard time against Trump in 24.
10: He absolutely could. I concur.
9: All right. Hey, Mike, thanks for joining us. And please call back. I'm glad you got a radio, a real one.
10: Alright. <laughs> Good bye man.
9: Bye. <laughs> Take care. Okay, folks, uh, after the break we'll talk about the Trump surge because it is real and by the way, it's international. We'll be talking about that. Uh, up next is Kevin Flesh. Flesh Law. Kevin Flesch, that's Flesh, that's F L E S C H. He's ready for court so your opponents know you're not bluffing. Call Flesh Law at 303-806-8886 or go to fleshlawfirm.com.
2: Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesch and Beck Law. They get results.
3: Genesis 13 Electric wants you to save money on your electric bill. One way to do this is with dimmer switches that are affordable, convenient, and less expensive. Newer dimmer switches, even on the highest setting, use about 20% less electricity than a standard switch because they don't ever draw full power, so you'll have a lower cost on your power bill each month. Because of that lower draw and the positive environmental impact, government mandates are making these dimmers a requirement in new construction you can stay ahead of the game with genesis 1-3 electric dustin and the crew at genesis 1-3 are great consultants and they love building solutions for what you need the holidays are a busy time for electricians so reach out to the folks at genesis today by going to klzradio.com slash light and fill out a short form for klz customers to get 100 off two or more dimmer switches
5: Alan Davis understands how important energy independence is. And he wants you to know how to kick the power company to the curb. Worrying about outages and the cost of extreme changes in the unforgiving Colorado climate creates anxiety. Creating your own power gives you peace of mind. No more stress about leaving your lights on when you want to. Running the AC to stay comfortable. Or regulating your power use because it's all your power you will have more protection against EMP events cyber attacks solar flares and more because you don't rely on public utilities to supply your power you own the power plant so you won't have surprise fluctuations in the bill because it's hot or cold outside say goodbye to surprise power bills eating into your lifestyle Alan Davis of level engineering has the solution you need for complete energy independence and he wants to share it with you. So reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com solar today to learn more about how solar will change your life.
2: Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime, and Pop's Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pops uses LiftMaster garage doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster garage door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pop's Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage.
6: This is Josh
5: with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Barb with the United Way of Weld County said, We are very happy with the copiers we currently have and your customer service is exceptional. Doug is a great technician and is always prompt in coming out whenever we have a problem with one of our copiers. Thanks again for your wonderful partnership and customer service. I'm glad we are working with you. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664.
3: Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush.
9: And welcome back to Rush Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush. KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along. Along with. Along. Yes. I got to talk better. Along with Luke Cashman. And Luke, I think a wave is coming to America. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't know so. I think so. Okay. All right. And. Here's why I say this. I'm going to give you a few facts here. First of all, conservatives took over New Zealand. Now, this happened a while back. Uh, A couple months ago, Charlie, was it? Something like that. And the conservatives won in New Zealand. That's a socialist stronghold. And this was largely because of the uh, lockdown policies. Right. Which were just draconian. They were horrible. And the conservatives won there. Then recently, the conservatives won in Argentina with Javier Malay. Malay sorry, and he is big time Trumpster type of guy, the hair and everything.
8: Well, okay, the, the hair and everything. <laughs> yes, huh?
9: but he's even much more than Trump. Trump is actually a pretty big government guy. Malay is not. He mm. wants to cut, 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 cut more than he's going to be able to. He's much more like Vivek. Okay. Okay. He is like their Vivek. And he won and he won handily in a place. Now they had over 100% inflation. Just to give you an idea. Things really, yeah. Not good. Once again, communism, everything sucks equally. There you go. Okay. And now in the Netherlands, a real favorite of mine, Geert Wilder's, he won. And now you have a conservative majority in the Netherlands, which should not happen. And a lot of this is because <laughs> of Muslim immigration. And it's just gotten very scary for people. More people are dying and getting killed. And they don't like that for yeah, whatever Yeah, there,
8: there was a big one in Ireland just recently. A big stabbing that happened because of yep. some immigrants. And there was a lot of riots over there.
9: Exactly. And so what you're starting to see, exactly. Great point. You're starting to see around the world this absolute churning away from the left in places where it shouldn't be happening. Now we got a poll that comes out in the Washington examiner where just, I think it was, they did a poll like a month or two ago, two months ago, I think. Yes. no. Last November. I'm sorry. Back in last November, Biden led Trump by this, in this poll by four points. Now we got to understand Biden and Trump, most Americans don't like either. Most Americans. Probably and, accurate, yeah. And guys, I once again, I'm just being honest. I do honesty here. I do truth, okay? I'm not ragging on Trump. I'm not, you know, coming down on whatever. I'm just doing the numbers. But Biden was leading Trump by 4 points last November. The poll just came out in Emerson, who does their polls together with Washington. And Trump is leading Biden by four points. That's an eight point swing, 47 to 43 with a third party independent candidate added in. That's Kennedy. Uh, Biden drops to 36% all the way down to 36. Trump drops to 42. That's a six point lead. Mm. And I don't know if Kennedy's going to see it through. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Go ahead.
8: No, I was just going to, we were talking in the first hour yeah, about rallying behind the names. And I think, uh, Eli is very well spoken, uh, and I agreed with some of what he said, but I also disagreed with a lot of what he said, and I think it sort of plays into this. With what? Where? What aspect? In, in what aspect? Where he's saying, you know, these are the rules, this is the game, and here's how we have to play it, right? He, you know, the stage is the way the stage is. The rules are what the rules are, and the best way to win is to play into those rules. Uh, I think... Becoming your enemy isn't a good strategy. I think, I think the rally behind the R, and, you know, vote Democrat no matter who, vote Republican no matter who, is sort of antithetical both to the Republican idea and the American idea. It, it feels wrong and uh, above just feeling wrong. It sort of goes against what America was founded upon, at least in my personal opinion. I think I'd like... No, go ahead. I'd like Robert Kennedy to to see it through to the end because a third party candidate being seen as a viable option has the potential to break us from this two-party cycle and i think there's a lot of truth in we do live in a two-party system we absolutely operate in a two-party government that is the reality we live under however It's only the reality we live under because we allow it to be that way, right? I mean, the whole reason America was formed is because they saw a system that they didn't like and broke away from that system. No, I totally
9: understand, but here's the problem, okay? The problem is the simple size and unity of the Democrat Party. It's big. You do not have enough splitting apart. And, you know, first of all, let's take a look at Europe where they have multi-parties. They got a lot. Has it fixed anything? Is Europe fixed?
8: No, no. It's or not. is
9: Europe actually in worse shape than America?
8: I think I think a, I think energy
9: Europe's, costs are three times in, in Europe what they are. In America.
8: Europe's definitely worse off than America, but I don't think it's a product of multiple parties. I think it's a product of no, many no, 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 no. I'm
9: saying, has it fixed it? I'm not saying did it cause it. I'm saying, has it fixed any of that?
8: No, I don't think it's fixed. Okay. It, but I, again, because it, a it lot happened. of
9: people like to look at, gee, if we had more parties and not this two-party rule, this you know two-choices rule, it would fix everything. It would make things better. And I'm simply saying I don't think it would. Okay. And it, let's also keep in, this in mind. I don't believe – that the Democrats are going to splinter like the Republicans. And you laid into why earlier. The Republicans are much more individualist-oriented. The Democrats, you do not have in any Euro country a party so massive and massively well-funded and backed by all the media, by all the big money, and by massive numbers as the Democrat Party here in, in America. And so... While I would personally, would I have a problem with four or five parties and being able to, you know, handle it that way? No, actually, I wouldn't. I would, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm very libertarian in my beliefs. You know that. Yeah. Okay. The problem is this. The um, because when you have the big four media, academia, entertainment and the uh, big tech being so in the tank for the Democrat Party, when you have the education system um, programming people for decades to love Democrat ideals. Then when the Republican Party tries to splinter apart and say, gee, we want more parties, wouldn't that be more, you know, independent?
8: i The trap we fall into of the reality we're in is the reality we have to continue to exist in. Uh, for example... Yeah,
9: but how do you get from this reality to that? Well, with, with the Democrat Party being... What I just described.
8: Well, I because
9: there's nothing like that in Europe.
8: Right. I think well, the Democrat Party didn't manifest as a superpower who was created, and anything that was created can consequently be unmade. And I think you do. Yeah. I, I, I think you do that through a few reasons. I think the Democrat Party is so strong is because they have a really good enemy to rally against. Donald Trump is the perfect figurehead of the of a bad guy, right? They ev- sure. They believe. Yeah, he's, he's a their bad Darth guy.
9: Vader, Darth Trump.
8: Right, you know, you rally behind an enemy, it's very, very easy to get everyone on the same page. If you remove the common enemy, you seed individualism back into that party. I think. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa,
4: whoa.
9: Before you run on, right. I'll, I'll give you the floor again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the problem. Why don't you have multiple enemies rising up and splintering off and having two or three parties that rise up and are the anti Trump? Yeah, obviously you have the Green Party, but I mean ones that count, okay? Why is. Why are they all congealing into the Democrat Party? Because you're right. There is nobody who has been more of a turnout machine for the left than Donald Trump. Okay? That's, that's fact. Yeah. That is fact. And it drives me nuts, too, because he was actually a very effective president in a lot of ways. It's his mannerism that does mm-hmm. this. The, why, why are they all uniting around that rather than coming at him from multiple directions? and uniting in factions.
8: I think they do that for a few reasons. I think like we said, you know, Trump acting as this big villain is is very easy cuz Donald Trump True. no matter what you think about him is a sort of caricature in and of himself, right? He he acts and talks in a way that's very easy to vilify. He's an easy target. It's a reason that they didn't vilify any other previous candidates as hard as they vilify not trump. to this degree not to this degree because it's easy for trump
9: wouldn't you say a lot of that's because trump demands such loyalty to trump i have never seen a republican who was so invested in loyalty to himself
8: i, th- I think that's a good part of it i think that's a good part of I me mean, yeah. he literally
9: attacks anyone who is momentarily not loyal to him
8: which which is definitely not a not a good look if you want to you know, not be the villain. Okay. And what we were talking about previously, you know how to how to remove the Democrat part is the huge, massive thing that it is. We were talking previously. There was for a split second division in the Democrat Party with Bernie Sanders on the docket. Right. I think.
9: And but look, then they all rallied like the Borg that they are.
8: I think. You. I mean, they would have rallied, but they were split so heavily. I think it's easy to split if you offer alternative, granted, it might not be alternatives we agree with, might not be etern- alternatives we like, but anything to, you know, find a kink in the armor, right? You have to chisel at the rock before it splits. Uh, y- you need to do something. The solution isn't to play into their game because they have the home field advantage. They will win every battle that is fought in the rally behind the R or the D because they've been doing it for so long and they've been doing it so well. You shouldn't play to their strengths. You should do what you can to get them to play on your field.
9: Okay, but once again, how do you splinter up the Republican Party and still beat that unified Democrat, Democrat Borg?
8: That's a good question. Because uh, they're not going to
9: splinter. Yeah. I mean, you could say, well, look, okay, you mentioned Bernie. Yeah, guess what? Once Bernie was out of, even though he got cheated out of his own nomination, they still rallied and they didn't care. Okay? The only reason they lost is they were not ready for Trump. Now they are ready for Trump, and they've spent the last three cycles whipping us using Trump as our poster boy. Yeah. Okay? I don't think that's going to work with Biden next time because Biden is so despised.
8: Okay? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think
9: now you got, now you got two guys that nobody wants except their parties.
8: Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is a hard battle to fight. Uh, I mean, I, obviously it's a pretty big issue. Right? But see, I, I don't
9: disagree with you in principle. I disagree in in um, logistics,
8: right. practicality. And the, the, the logistics are. I don't see it happening. The, it's the hardest part, and I think we don't see it happening because a lot of us have become complacent in the reality. No, I think it.
9: I think it won't happen. Not because I'm complacent about it, but because it won't happen. Because you've got people on both sides who say, if we splinter to that degree, the other side is going to sweep, especially. People on the right are going to say, look, if we splinter to any degree, it's California nationwide.
8: Right, and I'm saying we've splintered before, Did approximately 250 years ago when America was founded. I'm saying it'll, it'll have to be big. I'm not okay. saying we're going to get it done. Well, in let, me, let me
9: give you a good example because, and Joe, we'll, we'll just uh, delay just a moment here. But if you get to, um, a lot of people look at the Whigs. Who became the Republicans, right? They were the predecessor to the Republicans. And they say, look, it happened then. It can happen now. Here's the problem, okay? The Democrats back then were not, A, this kind of, they were not, they didn't have unlimited funding like the Democrat Party does today. Literally unlimited, okay? B, they were not incredibly diverse with the reach into all these demographics, okay, as the Democrat Party is today. Uh, C, they didn't have complete control of the media, academia, and, and, and all these other you know, institutions that they have today. The Democrat Party today is a monster that if the uh, Whigs had tried to split up and tried to become Republicans or whatever back then against this, it would have simply been full Democrat rule for generations.
8: You, you, you called them a monster. I'm thinking of another M word, Monarchy. Sure. Which we broke away from before. I'm saying it's possible.
9: Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. In the meantime, Affordable Interest Mortgage with Kurt Rogers. Yes, <laughs> the, the, uh, yes uh, home prices have dropped and rates have peaked. So maybe you buy now and refinance when rates drop again. There's an idea. Call Kurt Rogers at 720 500 or go to aimortgage.net.
4: Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 500 Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720 500 and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191 regulated by DORA. equal credit lender
6: low water pressure can ruin your day but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances and high five plumbing can help you prevent it high pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes so when it comes to the end of a line it slams into your fixture or appliance causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture so if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this you may have water pressure that's far too high there are many factors that can affect water pressure, so High 5 installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control or even just to find out if it is, call High 5 for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-5 or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair.
0: Premier Home Remodels can turn your remodeling ideas into reality with their 3D digital rendering of your home project. Premier can prevent any surprises by creating this clear picture of what your project will look like upon completion. This 3D digital rendering breaks down the whole process from the design to construction work while also showing you every detail of the tile, cabinets, structure and more. Premier will help eliminate any guesswork on what your updated remodel might look like by showing you the reality of how it will turn out. Premier also works with you to customize your ideas within your budget. This gives you the next level detail not just visually, but also financially. Premier Home Remodels always takes the time with you to fine tune every design aspect to fit your specific needs and desires. To see the full picture of what your remodel will look like, go to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, Andy Pete filling in for John Rush along
8: with Luke Cash. Man. That's, that's right.
9: Because you are a real man. That's
8: true. We had a whole show during that break. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
9: we did. <laughs> and online right now, we got Jersey
8: Joe Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Andy. How are you doing?
1: Doing all right. Doing all right. How about well, you? Look, Luke, Luke. Luke, how you doing, Luke?
8: I'm doing all right. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How come <laughs> I
9: always do the worst accent here? It's embarrassing. You're
1: not trying <laughs> <hard enough. laughs> You're so, but, so, Andy, on that note, Because I'm you from know,
9: Wisconsin, don't fun. you know? Go ahead, Joe. (laughs) Uh,
1: Andy, do you know that you have the right to remain silent even when you're not being arrested?
9: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what my wife says, but
1: why? (laughs) Hey, you want to start off with a little religious humor? I do. All right, so God is sitting in heaven when a scientist says to him, Lord, we really don't need you anymore. Science has finally figured out a way to create life out of nothing. In other words, we can now do what you did in the beginning. And God says, "Oh, really? Is that? Tell me how." Well, says the scientist, we can take the elements found in dirt, you know, carbon and silicon and calcium and other minerals, and out of that we can breathe we, we can create life out of that. Well, that's interesting. God says, "Show me." So the scientist bends down and takes begins to scoop up a handful of dirt. And God says, "Oh, no, no, no." interrupts God. "Get your own dirt." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's,
9: that does throw a wrench in the works. I admit
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, before I get my, my main topic, one more thing. Yeah. Um, have you heard how the Colorado legislature has decided to socialize your TABOR tax refunds?
9: Ugh. They're working on it, yeah.
1: Yeah. So in past years, for those who are not aware, um, when the state collected too much money under TABOR, they have to give it back. And in the past, they had a stage, they had like a six-tier thing. If you made less than $50,000, you got... Like four hundred dollars, and then it was, it went to six fifty and nine hundred, and you know all the way up to eighteen hundred bucks, because the more you paid, the bigger you know, as a you know, bigger as a, on a common percent, the more you should get back. So it went from like four hundred bucks to nineteen or eighteen hundred dollars. Well, this year the state legislates, eh, we're going to every, everybody's going to get nine hundred bucks back. Um, so no matter, so, and let me just put this in perspective. So say you're uh, a married couple, you're both professionals you have a taxable income of $100,000 a year, which is not, if you're each making 60 grand, that's not hard to do. So you paid $4,400 in taxes. Meanwhile, somebody else, maybe single, um, working, you know, maybe making 20 bucks an hour, maybe they only paid $700 in state income tax. The person who saved $700 in state income tax is going to get a $900 tabor refund and you who paid $4,400, you are only going to get $900 back. Uh, that, that's socialism at work for you. For your listeners who weren't aware of that, you ought to be mad as hell.
9: That's grossly it's, unfair.
1: Grossly unfair. Because um, they've simply said, no, uh, the fact that you paid more doesn't mean you should get a bigger refund. So that, I think, is an incredible injustice. And even though I'm not a Colorado resident anymore, I just think it's outrageous. And I hope that people... Uh, who feel the same way I do, decide to vote for somebody other than who's currently in office in your state. I'm for that. All right. All the way. All right. So you want to hear about a rather radical op-ed piece that was written in a Spanish newspaper?
9: You know, I do. But first, before you do that, can you give us your uh, podcast location?
1: All right. Uh, If you want to listen to my podcast, just go on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or go to my website. Jersey Joe, and it's J-E-R as in Robert, Z as in zebra, E-E, J-E-R-Z-E-E, jerseyjoe.com, or just Google, if you go on Apple, if if you like Apple podcasts, Jersey Joe, just search for Jersey Joe, or Spotify, it's the situation with Jersey Joe.
9: Okay, now you can tell me about these ridiculous, un-American things that you were going to say.
1: Well, this was actually an op-ed in a Spanish uh, newspaper, yeah. and the and the and it, this is right. It's obviously very very biased and inflammatory, but I think there's a a, a lot of truth in it. And uh, the the author, and again, I'm just going to read it verbatim. This is not me speaking. I'm just telling you what he wrote, and you can draw your own conclusions. But his premise is that um, it wasn't just the Jews who died in Auschwitz. It was all of Europe. And here's his. And here's why he's saying that. So this is Spanish writer, uh, uh, Sebastian Rodriguez, um, and, he, and it doesn't take much imagination to extrapolate the message to the, the rest of Europe and possibly the rest of the world. Okay. And, here, and here's how it goes. He said, I walked down the streets of Barcelona and suddenly discovered a terrible truth. It was Europe that died in Auschwitz. We killed six million Jews and replaced them with 20 million Muslims over the past four decades." In Auschwitz, we burned a group of people who represented culture, thought, creativity, and talent. The contribution of today's Jewish people is felt in all areas of life. Science, art, international trade, and above all, the conscience of the world. Look at any donor's board at any symphony, art museum, theater, art gallery, <coughs> science center, etc., and you will see many, many Jewish surnames. These are the people who were burned. Of the six million who died, How many would have grown up to be gifted musicians, doctors, scientists, artists, and philanthropists. And under the pretense of tolerance and because we wanted to prove ourselves that we were cured of the diseases of racism and bigotry, Europe opened our gates to 20 million Muslims who brought us religious extremism, lack of tolerance, crime and poverty, and crime and poverty due to an unwillingness to work and support their families with any degree of pride. They have blown up our trains and turned our beautiful Spanish cities into a third world, drowning in filth and crime. Shut up in their apartments they receive free money from the government, they plan the murder and destruction and they plan the murder and destruction of their naive hosts. And thus in our misery we have exchanged culture for fanatical hatred, creative skill for destructive skill, intelligence for backwardness and superstition. And we have exchanged the pursuit of peace of the Jews of Europe for their talent for a better future for their children and their determined clinging to life uh, is holy for those who pursue death for people consumed by the desire for death for themselves and others for their children. Recently, the UK debated whether or not to remove the Holocaust from its school curriculum because it offends the Muslim population, which claims it never occurred. It has not yet been removed. However, this is a frightening portent of the fear that is gripping the world and how easily each country is giving into it. It is now approximately 70 years after the Second World War in Europe ended. Now more than ever, with Iran, among others, claiming the Holocaust to be a myth, it is imperative to make sure the world never forgets. Any reaction?
9: Yeah. Let me just say this, Joe, and I've said it before. You know very well I have nothing against Muslim people, nothing at all, okay? I love all people. I do. But the simple fact is more killing is done in the name of one religion than all other religions on the planet combined. That's a fact, okay? And when you open up your borders and allow that religion, that religious group to flood in, does that mean they're all a bunch of killers? No. No. But that means you've got this mob of people that has a much higher percentage. Much higher percentage of people who believe in jihad, who believe in killing those who don't share their beliefs, than you would have had. And you're going to cause a lot of trouble. To me, it was continental suicide. What do you think, Luke?
8: No, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's it's a numbers game, right? It's statistics. Yep. And it's, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel bad personally, and you shouldn't be reprimanded for looking at numbers. Uh, and I think the numbers paint a very clear picture.
1: Right, and I wonder, one other thing, he, he talked about, you know, the, the Jews' contribution to science and medicine, and I started to do a little, you know, I said, let me explore that. So I, I started to do a little research, and, and then just do a comparison, and then I'm going to ask you the question at the conclusion. First of all, you want to guess, order of magnitude, how many Nobel Prizes people of Jewish heritage have won in the past 150 years? You want to take a rough guess?
9: No clue, 50. I have no idea.
1: 75. 184. About 40% of all Nobel Prizes have been awarded to people of Jewish heritage. Um, you want to guess how many people of, Muslim, uh, of the Muslim faith have been Nobel Award winners? Five. Sixteen.
9: Sixteen.
1: Now, and, and even more, and let me rattle off some names. You ever have a bear And in- by the way,
9: let's, whoa, whoa, let's keep in mind the Nobel is run by hardcore liberals.
1: Hardcore liberals.
9: Who <laughs> should be heavily favoring. The Muslim popul- population go ahead
1: right, and by the way, and among those sixteen, um, the vast majority were in the soft areas of like uh, peace and and the literature. When you look at the hard sciences, chemistry, medicine, and physics, two in chemistry, one in physics, zero in medicine. so in terms of the the, the hard sciences that benefit mankind, three
9: why would that be, Joe? I mean, why would there be a difference? You would think people of any faith group would want to advance in those ways.
1: Right, and, by, and let me give you the... the uh, oh, go ahead. And uh, contrary for Jewish, when you look at the heart, medicine, uh, medicine, physics, and chemistry, Muslims had three. People of Jewish heritage had 137. 137. And I ask myself, what is the difference? Is it cultural? Is it genetic? Uh, is it, you know, is it, you know, what is it? What is it? And I don't know the answer. But clearly, throughout history, the Jewish, you know, the, I don't want to call it a race, if you will, but Jews have, have always led the way. Let me rattle off some names. You ever had a bear aspirin? Yeah. Jewish. Einstein, Jewish. Um, you ever had the polio vaccine when you were little? Yeah. Jonas Salk. Niels Bohr, the physicist. Richard Feynman, the physicist. Milton Friedman, the economist. Saul Palmetter, the physicist. Paul Ehrlich, who's a, they made a movie that called the Magic Bullet. He was um, came up with the uh, the vaccine for syphilis and many many others. He basically was the founder of the science of vaccination. When you look at the contribution uh, and the impact of those people, and that's just five out of a hundred and thirty seven have have made to the you know the quality of life on this planet, it's astounding. And I don't know why that culture has always. I mean, 40% of Nobel Prize winners are of Jewish heritage, and I don't know the, I don't know the answer. I'd well, love to hear.
9: Let me ask you this, Joe, and then we got to go to break, okay? Um, what do you think when you see Geert Wilders win in the Netherlands, and he's preaching exactly what you're preaching as a real concern? He's not a racist. He never has been. He's very concerned about this ideology coming in and becoming dominant and, let's face it, dangerous.
1: It is, and if you look back, you've heard about the, the, what they call the no-go zones in Paris, haven't right. you?
9: Right, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's their own, it's a country
10: within a country, it's a country within a city.
1: London, uh, too, by Luke, the way.
10: Are, Luke, are you familiar with the no-go zones?
8: Uh, no, not those specifically, though I am aware that Paris is in a pretty bad shape right now.
1: Well, and it's been that way for a while. There are, whole, there are neighborhoods in Paris where the police won't go, and the and the residents don't call. As an example, if a young man in one of these Muslim neighborhoods... Defiles the daughter of a, of a Muslim family, his body will be found dead in the street. Um, nobody will know, I mean, everybody knows why he's dead and who killed him, but uh, it's just, their, it's their own law. If, you know, hmm. So if you defile the daughter of a Muslim family, um, you will be found dead in the street the next day. Everybody in the neighborhood knows who did it and why it was done, and they're all quite content with that young man's body being found dead in the street the next day. It's, it's Sharia law. And the, and the police, the police don't go. They, well, first of all, the people in those neighborhoods don't call the police. They administer their own justice. Um, and even when they do get a call, the police are reluctant to go in those neighborhoods because it's not safe
10: for them.
9: Yeah, and yet here they are living in a country and enjoying the benefits of that country's welfare system, the benefits, I'm not saying they're all on welfare, I mean they're enjoying these benefits of the educational system and all these other systems that are being paid for and voted in by people of all beliefs, and yet they're able to run their own little areas, right, with their own laws, whereas everybody else has to submit to the laws of the country. Hey, Joe, let me take a break. We'll come back and talk some more. Got it? Okay. All right. See you in a moment. Hey, up next is Golden Eagle Financial. Prepare your financial future by maximizing your present with Al Smith. No one does it better, so call Al at 303-744-1128, or you can find him at klzradio.com.
5: Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that now is the time to start planning for retirement. The older we get, the faster time seems to pass. Having Al coach you through your retirement plan means you won't waste a second. He'll ensure that your retirement accounts respond quickly to changes in the market and changing regulations. Al Smith also knows that the most successful retirees he's helped have come to him long before they retired. Retirement may seem far away, but everything is relative and those days will pass faster with each sunrise. You want to enjoy the best days of your retirement. Travel, give, volunteer, and truly live in your retirement by contacting Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today investment advisory services offered through brookstone capital management llc registered investment advisor bcm and golden eagle financial limited are independent of each other insurance products and services are not offered through bcm but are offered and sold to individually licensed and appointed agents
7: when you have an inherited home you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Cat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Katherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com home or call
2: 720-437-8210. Firing up your furnace for the first time this season can reveal problems. And Cub Creek Heating and A.C. wants you to be prepared for the winter. The Ream Heating and Air Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek know that a bad filter can overheat your furnace, especially when you first turn it on. A dirty filter or other components can cause a dusty home, respiratory issues, and the dirt can cause mechanical and electrical elements to fail. Dirty or damaged components can lead to serious failures that turn a $200 fix into a $2,000 one. When you schedule the team at Cub Creek to tune up your furnace, you get a 30-point inspection, including mechanical, electrical, filter changes, pressure checks, and more. And if you become a Cub Creek member, you can save money, and Cub Creek will ensure your system is always ready. Reach out to the passionate HVAC experts at Cub Creek to service your furnace by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today.
7: As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100.
3: It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560,
9: and welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's afternoon rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pete filling in for John Rush along with Luke Cashman on the line. We got Jersey Joe. Joe, go.
1: Uh, I got a question for Luke. Luke, as somebody who's uh, a big muckety muck upper management, you ever get involved in in the return on investment calculations? Uh, you know, never got too deep into them, but I'm. I'm Of where and familiar. Well, here's a return on investment. Remember back in 2018 when Trump asked Congress for $7 billion uh, to finish the wall, uh, the border wall? I do remember this, yes. And it wasn't, we didn't need to, by the way, there were were hundreds of miles of existing border. He just wanted to finish it. Uh, Right. So it wasn't to build the entire thing, just that there were were 40, 50 miles. Anyway, they they turned him down. Since then, 8.4 million illegal immigrants have entered the country. The estimated cost to to house, clothe, feed, medical care, educate their children, and even incarcerate some of them is $400 billion. Well, if you divide the $7 million that we could have spent, and I, again, I'm not saying it would have prevented 100 percent of, but uh, 400, the $7 billion, and yeah, some of them probably still would have been able, you know, a few could have climbed over, but you're not going to get families with little kids climbing right, over a 30, right. 30-foot border wall. I mean, they're not going to be coming over at the rate of 10000 a day over a 30-foot wall. Well, if you divide $400 billion by $7 billion, that rate of return is 5,400% return. Do you know of any other investment that would yield a 5,400% return <laughs> on
8: investment? No, no, not many. But I, th- I think you're missing something, the very important cost of feeling like a bad person if the wall gets built. I mean, that's a real... <laughs> you know a lot of costs associated with being a bad person <laughs> but <no. laughs> Joe,
9: can you explain can you explain to me seriously because I remember back then i mean I remember all the people, not just the hard left, I get that okay they're they're lying on purpose, but all the people in the middle who literally bought into the notion it would be too expensive and i was you know, and I would try to know. tell them, Joe, I'd be like you you realize you're you're paying pennies on the dollar for the benefit and how could so many people in the the American middle have bought into that?
8: Andy, Andy, please. Ukraine needs another hundred billion dollars. <laughs> please. Oh, yes, think of, think of them. My bad. Think of them. Okay. Selfish. First of all. Yeah, Joe. Never
9: mind. Uh, <laughs> Luke's got it. I'm 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 out of my mind. But go ahead, Joe.
1: Well, you know the old saying. You know, a lie can travel halfway around the world before the t- the truth can even get it, tie its shoes. True. And I think that's what happened. The Democrats. The Democrats, in terms of messaging do an incredible job as you know Andy and they got out there they spun it they promoted it and of course they've got the media when you've got the media on your side that's all it takes you know you know the media begins promoting that you know we can't afford this it's too expensive it's racist Um, and and the media helps spin the lie and anything the Republicans want to say was drowned was drowned out
7: But, Joe,
9: uh, let let me ask you this really quick. What do you see happening in 24? Because the polls, now that people have seen what happens when you don't have a border, because we don't, the polls are heavily in favor of really Trump-style border policies and heavily against Biden policies. And we're seeing around the world the surge of the right, really, of people saying we want borders. Do you think that's going to hit here in '24?
1: Well, I think if if Biden were to be the candidate, I think it would absolutely be a a huge factor in Biden's defeat, which I absolutely believe Biden would be defeated. But I think what is more likely to happen is you're going to see Biden bow out, someone like Gavin Newsom bow in, and Newsom is going to take a a a much harder line. He's going to talk a harder line. He's going to lie. He's going to lie, as he always does, and he's going to lie – Leading the American people to believe that he would take a much harder uh, stance on immigrants. And by the way, but how can he do that
9: when he's running California, which has no border either? I mean, (laughs) they were no borders before no borders was cool.
1: By the way, uh, Luke, do you know what the first safe world country is uh, policy? No. There's a there's a United Nations policy of which United Nations a signatory says that if you're fleeing persecution, say you're fleeing Syria or Yemen. Because of political persecution, religious persecution. it says once you get to a, the first safe country, let's say in this case Italy, um, you cannot keep going on to France or Germany or Sweden and apply for asylum there if you did not first apply for asylum in, in Italy, your first country or first safe country. The United States is a signatory to that policy. And 71 percent of the people crossing our border in the southern border last year are not from Mexico. They are from Honduras, Guatemala, Yemen, Syria, Lebanon, China, Somalia. So those 70, so uh, 8.4 million people, 71 percent of oh, sick six and a half million. Six and a half million people have entered from, uh, from the United States from Mexico. Uh, are not eligible to, to claim or to seek asylum in this country because they didn't seek asylum in Mexico. The United States has every legal right to turn them around and say, have you applied for asylum in Mexico? If the answer is not, no, then turn around and go back and, and uh, apply for asylum in Mexico. We are not doing that, but we have every legal right to do that. But,
9: Joe, the great irony here is that the American left, which blames America and thinks America is the worst place on the planet, also defines America as the only safe country.
8: That's <laughs> the only safe country, right, right. No, I have uh, no idea. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: it's it's the first safe. It's also called the third safe country. We are the third. So in other words, if you're from um, Somalia and you make it to Mexico, that's the second country. The U.S. is the third country. You are not legally eligible to apply for unless you've applied in Mexico and they turn you down. So seven, So, 71% of the 8.4 million people are not eligible to claim asylum in this country because they oh. they're not from Mexico and they didn't. Claim asylum in Mexico, which was their first safe country.
8: And unfortunately, we're going to do nothing about it because the logistics would be too much.
1: Joe, you got 30 seconds left. What do you got? Uh, that's it, other than to say that people, you know, all this thing about uh, Trump leading Biden in the polls and the swing states, yes, if Biden ran, Trump would win, and that'd be great. But again, I am firmly convinced that Biden is. Oh, by the way, Biden, there's a picture of Biden at a staff meeting. He meets monthly with his national security. All of the people, the 10 people who he meets with monthly, have their nameplates face perpendicular so Biden can ring their nameplates. How sad is it that you can't remember the the names of your 10 staff members and they have to turn their nameplates towards you at the conference table so you can see who you're talking to? How sad is that?
9: It's almost as sad as knowing that's our president. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. care. Folks, that's Jersey Joe. Thank you so much, Joe. And thank you, Luke Cashman. Folks, that's it for today. Our one replays next. Until next time, drive safe. God bless, and thanks for joining us at Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.